Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Crow Medicine. It is me, your host, Katie Andy Crow, and this is your June 2022 astrology report. The theme for this month is test drive. <laughs> if you heard our planetary astrology seasonal special, you know that Mars entered Aries on May 24th. Shortly thereafter, we had a Mars and Jupiter close approach and conjunction. This, my friends, kick-started a new phase in our seasonal journey together. It also represented a transition in the harmonics that we are focusing on. So if you've been noticing things that have been a little bit bumpy for yourself, for those around you, this may well be a part of the reason why. So come on in, my friends. This is going to be one where we approach the higher and the harder harmonics. It's a little bit of humor because trust me, there is a lot of creative power, potential, and grounding that is possible with the power that is being presented with this Mars and Aries transition. Jupiter is here to help guide the way as our big planetary integrator. This is exciting. This is expansive. This is what we make it. Come on in. It's time for some more Crow Medicine. everyone and welcome back to crow medicine this is your june 2022 astrology report and the theme as you heard in the introduction is test drive <laughs> so what do i mean by that well if you listened to the seasonal astrology special which talks about mars and jupiter and aries and how this is a season where we are going to be working with Mars Jupiter frequency and healing the Aries archetype and pulling that forward as a main thing. If you didn't listen to that, that's okay. I'm about to give a little summary, uh, but I do recommend you go back to it because it's a key thing. Um, this month is where we start weaving all of the work we've been doing since December 21st, 2021, which was our last season. And also since we had Equinox into this Mars Aries archetype to help heal and shift and change and expand our connection to these frequencies and to build uh, new pathways of experience and existence within us and to put it into our pathways. And so that was a mouthful for people who may not speak in that particular language. Don't worry, I'm going to explain this more. This is really all about bringing the parts of ourselves that we have been perhaps culturally raised or experientially, we were just learning one or the other because that is part of how the lessons go of what it is like to be all of the energies of femininity and masculinity at once. And that doesn't mean you're going to lose your femininity or masculinity if that's how you like to be. I know I love to be a woman. It, this has to be, this has to do with um, being able to feel and experience different parts of energies that you may not have been connecting to or that may not have been connecting to one another uh, until now. And this is part of what it means to be on the journey with the planets. When the seasons change and the planets change, that creates the new potential for personal growth and expansion within us. The whole idea of aligning with and harmonizing with and getting into the flow of the universe is allowing ourselves to be on that journey with knowing and to allow it to become a pathway through which we better understand ourselves, through which we conduct ourselves, through which we create our journey. 
this isn't deterministic and this isn't about you know shifting out of things that we like this is about learning how to be different things that we have been learning all at once and learning how to bring things like metaphysical principles into the material world this is about you know being able to bring things like assertiveness into our personality without being aggressive this is about learning how to have feelings without exploding them at other people. These are the practical <laughs> experiences of those words I just said. I know that it sounds very simple, but ultimately there are a lot of us who were learning life one way or the other. And what, how you learn and grow is that we just walk into and out of energy forms. And right now this month, June, <laughs> and in particular, the last couple of weeks of May leading into it, we are getting the opportunity to feel what it feels like to have Mars and Jupiter and Aries close together with the higher harmonic potential open in the energy spectrum. So if you are interested in hearing a little bit more about that and hearing the key planets of this month, the format of the remainder of this report is going to be as follows. I'm going to talk a little bit more about the journey that we're on this month by highlighting our key energy alignments. Then I'm going to talk about the higher and the harder harmonic experiences of this one. You know, I'm not going to mince words. People sometimes have a very difficult <laughs> time bringing these energies together. And I'm giggling because, you know, I went to, this is just a perfect example of it. I went to a crystal cave with my husband on the conjunction and the close approach of, uh, mars and jupiter as part of my ceremony and so we were all in there oh wow sorry i'm getting a flying v of of geese right now just got to acknowledge that thanks team geese represent community and teamwork and togetherness and so i always acknowledge that is a great message and so anyway i roll in there with my husband and we're going to do the thing and the first thing pretty much a person, the, the woman at the, at the cash says to me is, I bet I have more rocks than you. I bet I have more crystals than you. Oh yeah. Because my husband was like swayed a little around crystals in his pocket. And one of the other people said, Oh, like, what are your crystals? What do you have? And he's like, ah, oh, no, those are private. You know, <laughs> that's my collect. That's my sacred implement. So I don't really show my crystals to anyone. You know, that's why you don't see a lot of pictures of my crystals any at, at, at all anymore is that you know for a time the crystals wanted to communicate to people and now they prefer to just be private so keep that in mind anyway as he said that you know the exact first <laughs> response back is well i have more crystals than you do anyway <laughs> i thought okay boat measuring contest you know that was like the duel one sword was extended and you know the way i feel why do i care if you have more crystals than me or not maybe you do I turned it around and I said, cool. Well, a lot of people have a story about, you know, their favorite crystal and their first crystal when they got it. What's yours? Person couldn't answer me. And so, you know what I mean? But it, what I did there was instead of backing down, I saw the situation. I put up my boundary, which is you don't count crystals anyway. And you don't compare I have more than you that this isn't like a pot of gold. These are sacred implements. And it's really not cool to do that, in my opinion. But at the fundamental level, like this person wanted to have a boat measuring contest. And like, I know who I am. I don't need to measure boats. I don't even own a boat. And so I just said, okay, so you must feel really proud of your crystals to make that the first thing you say. 
And I tried to find the heart in this situation. You know, what is this? I had to deal with this person. Otherwise, I wouldn't have really. I would have just walked away. But I had to deal with them to get into the crystal cave, right? <laughs> so it's like, so where's the heart in this situation? And so the heart in the situation was they love crystals so much that that's what they chose to lead with. And, you know, they didn't have a story. They didn't want to talk about the story, but that's cool. They didn't meet me back there. But at the same time, at, that was the end of the boat measuring contest. And I was able to get into it without having a puff of chest. And I laughed at that because this person was a person who identified and presented as a woman. And so we're really definitely living through, I guess, what the, the Venus-ish venus oriented energy qualities at the particular time and it was as mars and aries were entering it uh, into uh or mars had just done the aries thing and now we had the mars jupiter conjunction and i thought you know this is a perfect example of sometimes that energy can be experienced as really rough by people and there was also a venus aries conjunction i didn't talk about it because Eris honestly represents energy that I'm done with <laughs> and that I'm over. And that is just the mean, mean, mean feminine aspects, the mean, nasty feminine aspects. And I bring it forward now, not to look down on people because, but because I was talking to a friend <laughs> after this and I just could sense in her that she was, she's a caregiver. She's a caretaker. She takes care of people in um, different transition phases of their lives. So she's an in-home caregiver. And so she deals with people all the time. And I could just tell that she was a bit frazzled. And I was saying, you know, if people are being a bit harsh, it's noticed that it's probably this energy coming into the spectrum and it's really nothing about you. So don't take it personal. And she said, and I just said, are you guys having boat measuring contests over there? Well, I didn't call it a boat measuring contest. I called it a D measuring contest, but a boat is more, um, everyone has boat measuring contests it's not just men <laughs> and so she uh she said yes everyone's having a boat measuring contest and she's like i don't have a boat she said the exact same thing <laughs> so you know what i mean like if people show up to a boat measuring contest and you don't feel like measuring boats one of the things that's very important and is going to be a guide point through this season is to have boundaries and to know that just because somebody else is having a hard time dealing with this energy doesn't mean you personally have to have a hard time dealing with this energy. And one of the coping strategies of life and one of the great energy management strategies that comes forward as a lesson from the universe this season is how not to let other people's crappy attitude get you down. You know what I mean? Am I a spiritual teacher really saying that? Yes, I am, because we meet people all day, every day. And I don't pretend that they don't exist. You know, you, you're driving down the highway. The, the highways of America are like such a great barometer for energy. They're unlike anything I've ever seen anywhere else in the world. And I know I have a lot of American listeners, so you're probably listening and nodding along with me as, you, as I say this. You can tell how the planets are doing by how people are driving. And, you know, like yesterday, people were just like laying on their horn we were going for a drive and I just said you know what let's finish our ceremony and let's just go back to our little home oasis of peace and let's just go to the gym there and let's just vibe out because this out here is wild and so you know what I mean it's also one of those times where knowing that you can waste a lot of time and energy on people and their anger if you let it you know, it's very easy to spend 10 minutes complaining or wasting your drive thinking about that person who just cut you off and gave you the finger. Um, or you could like go back to just saying like, yeah, I'm not taking on your crappy attitude. I'm not taking on your whatever's going on in your car today, sir or ma'am 
or person, however you choose to be called, I will call you that. Um, but what I will do is I'm going to just push your energy back to you say, no, that's not mine. I'm going to heal and clear my work field right now if I feel it. And then I'm going to continue on what I was doing, because this is also one of those times. One of the great things about Aries. Aries is an amazing planet series. Aries astrology, Aries sign, Aries age. This is about getting things done. Aries in its highest harmonic is just really good progress. And we've also got some Taurus energy happening with the moon right now. So this is all about just getting and grounding and doing and not allowing anything to get off your course. You know, one of the great things that a lot of us on the path who recognize we are on the path learn is that there's always going to be someone there to knock you off it if you allow yourself to be knocked off. You just have to become rock steady, like the Aretha Franklin song. And, or, and you just got to just keep going every single day on unwilling, like unwilling to allow anything, including other people's bad attitude. That could be a person you live with, a parent, a partner a boss, whatever, you know what I mean? Part of mastery and part of the lesson of this season is to just keep trucking no matter what. And if the circumstances don't suit you, get out of them, change them, improve them, adjust them and make this life what you want it to be. I mean, can that sometimes take eight, 10 years? Yes. And a journey is a journey. It's part of the fun. Start making choices that benefit you now. And you will see things that you will see how quickly things happen, in particular, if you are willing to hear the message. And so without further ado, let's talk about the planets. One of the things to take into consideration as we look at the key alignments and planets for this month is that this is a harmonic integration phase. This is a turnover. This is going to sound a lot slower in terms of like bing, 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 bing than it has been the last few months. And in a lot of ways, that's a good thing because Mars um, and Aries uh, energy, as we talked about in the previous segment, can be uncomfortable for people. And it's important that we give ourselves the space, the opportunity and the time to really flow and get into it. And the cosmos knows that as well. And so one of the things you will notice is that there are the natural, what feels like a pause in a cycle. It's really not one. What it is, is it's a phase for people to get used to and to start working into and to align with what is naturally going to be the different change and the different guiding point of energy for the season. So as you know, we already began this transition on May 24th, and that happened when Mars entered Aries. As you know, Aries is in all of us, and Aries has a relation to every single planet. And there are healed parts of Aries, and there are wounded parts of Aries. And each of us, in one way or another, pretty much has a relation to that. And some people are building a relationship to their healed parts. Some people are recognizing their wounded ones. It is up to us to figure out, you know, where the wounded warrior exists, but also where is the grand creator? Where is the motivated doer? Where is the grounded provider? A lot of the Marsian principles and a lot of Mars and Aries, as you're going to notice, complement and work with Venus very well. 
Although a lot of us at earlier stages in our journey had to learn Mars and Venus energy as very separate, and that was part of our how we worked, one of the great things that starts happening this season has already happened and will continue to happen as we transition through our lives, as we move through the cycles of the seasons, is we realize that some things that we thought were so opposite just aren't. In fact, they're kind of the same and they're different versions of the same thing a lot of the same, a lot of the time and different ways of approaching how to do something or different ways of approaching different components of a task or a way that we orient um, towards life. And I think that getting to know that takes a lot of pressure off of people. I think getting to know that um, helps people feel less limited in their self-expression. One of the key things that I talk about and that we're going to be moving through, through this whole experience and that really Mercury going direct is part of it is on June 3rd is being safe and feeling safe to express ourselves for who we are. Now, unfortunately, the harder harmonic of Mars and Aries is being an a-hole. I'll just say it right now. Sometimes people who are working in this energy, especially when they haven't really healed themselves enough or perhaps learned how to be kind of like nice in conversation in a way that makes it nice for people to communicate with them. You know, some people just don't care about that. And I just personally choose not to interact with those people. It's up to you if you choose to or not. But for the most part, most people who are kind of hard to deal with in conversation or hard to deal with in these moments, it's just because they don't really, they're still working on figuring it all out. And so it's important to have grace in these moments. And, you know, if you happen to be a person who has figured it out, it's a really good opportunity to be an example through life um, and to show people by living it and doing it. And when you run into that energy, like I said, in the last example, you know, just do something different. And one of the things that we realize is that when we do something different, that is natural to us, we give that opportunity to other people too. And, you know, I, I have seen a lot of people change just by being treated more kindly or just by being shown, hey, you don't have to react that way. All it takes is one interaction to change a person's life. All it takes is one moment, you know? And so it's important to remember that without kind of being like, well, I'm a warrior here to change every single person's way of being because that's really colonial. It's up to people to choose how they want to be. <laughs> so I just want to say that on June 4th, we have Saturn going direct. And so this is all about Again, action, 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 more action. Are you feeling the action? Saturn is a planet that can also show people where they are lacking in their potential for action. If you have big plans and you're setting big plans for solstice or you have big plans in life and you're setting them and there is something that is going to be in your way, Saturn will show you what that is. And it's up to you <laughs> to see that lesson. And you can call forth that lesson in its highest harmonic pathway if you choose to. On the 11th, Venus and Uranus have a conjunction. This is exciting. Last season, we worked all through the Venusian principles. We have been working through that since December 21st, 2021, when we had that conjunction on solstice, right? It was a conjunction of Venus and Pluto. And then we've also moved into the Venus and Pluto node in the middle of January. And that also happened at the same time that the tsunami happened that sent the wave of energy around the world and then also the big huge cloud into the into the stratosphere or maybe I, oh i'm not sure if that's the right layer don't quote me on that one double check and reference because i might not have the layer right and accuracy is important um either way we can say that the venus and pluto journey has been important we have had 
a number of conjunctions, right? We've had the Venus and Pluto conjunction come up again on March 5th. And so part of, we also had a Jupiter solar conjunction that was happening during that time. And that kind of helped highlight the lessons of the Venusian stuff the same way that Jupiter is helping to highlight the lessons of what we're going to be experiencing now. And so when it meets Venus and Uranus during this Mars Aries season, and as we're approaching solstice, I think it's another cosmic point for us to really ground the good stuff that we have been learning and to chart our path and our relations to those planets as guides and teachers. If you so, if you feel so called, there's a lot of learning to be done here in personal ceremony and in personal reflection. You know, do you meditate every morning? Do you give yourself time to do a self-discovery exercise a couple times a week? Do you give yourself the space to ask yourself how you're doing? One of the reasons why I'm such a huge advocate of taking 10 minutes every morning to just like vibe out, like with one of those crow medicine songs or like with the method of energy alignment that I teach at my school, I'll link it here, breathe, gram, connect. It's perfect, especially if you're interested in astrology, especially if you're interested in learning more about harmonizing the planets. In a couple of months, I'm going to be using that method and teaching people a class about how to do it. You will have had to complete this class and know the method to be able to experience and appreciate it for what it is though. One of the reasons long story short, that I advocate for these five to 10 minute spans in the morning and for giving yourself that space for self-discovery, however you choose to do it, you don't have to use crow medicine, is that it helps you check in with yourself. It helps you receive the good parts of what your lessons are. It helps you see maybe where in inconsistencies are happening. It allows you to connect to your creative spirit. Your creative spirit, in particular during the Mars Aries time, is going to be an important inspiration point. And so for many people, you know, in the Mars Aries, more masculine energy experiences and energy expressions of that energy, especially people who have experienced warfare or have had abuse in their lives or who have had really difficult circumstances where they've had to protect themselves and use their creative energy to survive. This is going to be a time where you get to be inspired to use your creative th energy for other things. And the Uranus and Venus conjunction is a really good time to help heal that part of you. And so if you've been feeling like drawing, singing, dancing, anything, just do it, do it. And it doesn't matter if you're not good. And I, if you could see me, I'm doing air quotes at it. What it means when you feel inspired to do that and let it is that you're letting your soul speak. You're letting your soul ground in you in new and different ways. And you ultimately write your soul in a body. And that's what we're supposed to be doing. A lot of the reason people feel so uncomfortable is that their soul body connection is a little bit fractured and they're not really paying attention or they don't pay attention to their soul in like their day-to-day -day life. You know, if you're not your soul, what are you? <laughs> this is your sacred essence. And so I do think that in June, as well as through the rest of the season, a lot of people are going to be feeling inspired to take that part of themselves a little more seriously and give it a little more love. And so if you want to crochet, um, macrame, exercising is a really good way. Also people who really um, experience the physical world, the physical energy expression and movement of the body is an art form. And I think that giving yourself credit for that, like athletes, as you know, I spent a lot of time around athletes. A good athlete usually has a very strong connection to their soul because it's part of their soul is their physical reaction to energy, right? When your soul and your senses are in alignment, you anticipate a movement before it happens. That's part of what, why athletes come to train with me and my husband is to learn how to do that. And so, you know, taking yourself and the things that you're doing also and recognizing that it is creative expression and giving yourself credit for that is important. One of the things I think that we're also going to be healing this season and that I bring up now 
because it's relevant to the solstice, but all of the whole thing is that, you know, we really kind of get down on the masculine energy spectrum and men in general. And I'm not going to like, I'm not, trust me, there are certain things going on where I'm very well aware of the patriarchy and I'm very well aware of misogyny. And, you know, I've seen it all and experienced a lot of it, uh, you know, and, and I just am really against some certain things that are happening, which I'm not going to make this a podcast about. But I also want to say that doesn't make me not able to see the beautiful things in men or the masculine energy spectrum. And it doesn't make me believe um, that there isn't, you know what I mean? Like there is a part of that, that I want to celebrate here. And that part is the part that is like that loving provider. And maybe you didn't have one of those in your life and you don't have one now. And I recognize that is a huge one that a lot of people are working through and are going to work through. And I'm not, I'm sorry if this is hard for you to hear, you know, finding ways to allow that in society and allow that in other people and not allow our wounds to stop us from being able to recognize the good things in other people and the good things in ourselves is just another part of the journey this season. And so seeing the power and the strength and what you do for your family, you know, and seeing the power and strength in your caretaking abilities, you know, is, is important. So give yourself some props if this is you. <laughs> so next up, the next thing to talk about solstice is June 21st. Woo, 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 woo. Um, that is an important moment for setting your goal for the journey. What are your intentions? Are you going to do ceremony? You know, here at Crow Medicine, we do ceremony. Um, and I've always been doing that since like 2016. I took a season off there a couple years, like a couple seasons back. So this one, I think I'm going to be doing a music ceremony. You can come back to the podcast and my blog, www.crow-medicineforthat.com. Um, check out my In the Flow offering if you want something a little more pronounced. That day, we have Moon and Jupiter having a conjunction. And Mars is also at perihelion and then sun enters cancer. The next day, June 22nd, Mercury is at dichotomy. We have lunar occultation of Mars. Mercury is at its highest altitude and Venus enters Gemini. Oh, sorry. Venus is not in its highest. Mercury enters its highest altitude on the 23rd. I was mistaken. I'm not going back because I like this segment. We're going to keep going. And so what all of that means. Oh, and then the following day, June 24th is a close approach of the moon and Uranus and a lunar occult of Uranus. And so if you've been paying attention to the last astrology report, so the seasonal special, you know that the lunar occultation of Uranus, that series has been happening in Aries and that's been happening all year long and it's going to continue to happen in Aries. And so taking the power of the moon and the power of Uranus and applying what we know here, this whole 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th is all a tone setting time about Jupiter and how the integration of Mars is going to go. And it's bringing forward the relationship very quickly with moon. So that's your inner world. And also moving from Cancer and Gemini. And so what this is doing, a lot of frequencies are about to be introduced just like they were a, a couple of days ago. So if you felt that it was intense when we did the transition around the 24th through the 29th, and you found that it was a little bit rocky for you, this is... This is advanced notice that things are going to be a lot like that, and it's going to be even more. And that's part of the cosmic shift that the course of the universe is taking. And so, you know, we can relate to that in ways that are going to help us experience it more positively. Knowing that it's coming is one great thing. If you find yourself that you need a couple of days around these moments because the planetary transitions are something you feel very powerfully maybe this is a great time to plan a couple of days off. Maybe this is a great time to just know that you're going to like 
to be alone a little bit more. Getting into nature is my number one recommendation because anytime things feel intense, it's good. And nature is also a really great place to be inspired. This is your journey, friend, and it is totally up to you to make it fun and enjoyable. So on the 25th, we also have Jupiter square true node. So that is another highlight of our friend Jupiter. And coming up on the 28th, we have Neptune going retrograde. And that's our new moon in Cancer. And so, you know, this is, so now we've got the sun in Cancer. We've got the new moon in Cancer. We've got Neptune going retrograde. We've had everything happen. So Neptune coming up at the end of the month is one of those planets that go in retrograde. You're going to see the parts of your inner world and the parts of the world around you that are limiting in the goals that you set and the things that you want to do, see, be, experience, and express. And, you know, if you don't do intention setting, that's cool. You know, you're going to, it will come up. Just the, the thing about intention setting is you help to let the universe know what it is that you're looking for. And one of the reasons why I talk about it so much is because it is such an important life strategy. And it is such a great way to get into the flow of connecting to the universe is just say, hey, this is what are my priorities? What are the things that are important to me? You know, and like when things like Neptune go retrograde, you can just rely on Neptune to tell you the things that you're maybe not seeing that you need to see in order to have success. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It also could mean that you're going to feel like going into your inner world a little while this summer or winter, depending on where you're at, and enjoying the peace and the space of this transition. This Jupiter-Mars expansion is going to be continuing over the next few months. This is the beginning. And for some people, this is going to be probably the one of the most exciting and moving parts of the journey that they've had yet. This is about people letting parts of themselves feel things that have never maybe even had feelings before and experiencing joy like a child and getting out there in the world and playing and seeing and being and doing and having fun. Like I said, in other parts of this podcast, it's all going to be what you make it. So we'll do a little higher and harder harmonics next and then we'll wrap it up. So what are the higher and harder harmonic experiences of this month going to be like? And how do you identify what's going on and how perhaps to adjust your path through it? Because we know perspective is everything. Well, and vibration, that really helps too. Uh, let's start out with the harder. <laughs> Actually, let's start out with a personal confession. Um, I am so hyper right now from this energy and part of the reason why I feel okay saying that is because I know that a lot of people are feeling the pulsing and the racing and that it can feel a lot like anxiety. And this relates to one of the things that becomes a higher or harder harmonic decision point. As our bodies are adjusting to the Mars-Jupiter frequency, as well as the geomagnetic storms that are currently happening, along with our transition into the solstice um, energy phase, which opens up a crack in the in the uh, in the energy field of the planet. Um, anyway, long story short is that these are kinds of times where people feel energy more acutely and more aware and are more aware of it. And that's because there's just more of it around. In a lot of ways, the planet stimulates our ability to receive and promote and allow positive change. And that's one of the reasons why the cycles of the season is a thing and why I talk about it here. And so one of the key things about Mars, Aries, Jupiter is that it feels like a rush 
and it feels like you just drank about 15 cups of coffee. And it can be very uncomfortable if you don't have anywhere to put it and if you're not filtering it properly. So like I said, if you're a music person and you're on Spotify Premium, check out that. Um, Otherwise, one of the best things you can do for yourself is to get yourself outside, get yourself into some form of movement where you are able to express your physical energy. If you are at a part of your life where you have reduced mobility, working with your breath is a really great way um, to do exactly the same thing. You know the power in your breath and by going really deep into your chest and through all the way down to your pelvis, you are able to help your body receive and ground the energy, especially if you connect to the crystalline core of the earth while you do that. This is all about giving yourself the space to um, have a positive pathway. Another great way to express this energy and to get into the higher harmonic of it is to do art. This is in part soul sparking. And when the soul has things to express, it can get kind of testy a little bit about it. And one of the harder harmonic parts of Mars and Aries um, is that it can act like um, a spoiled little child. And because there is sometimes a spoiled child in each of us, and that spoiled child sometimes needs to, um, it's not necessarily even that they're spoiled, right? It just feels like it's a spoiled child. You have to find the love in this situation, right? You have to find the love in the situation and you have to say, okay, so why do you feel like, why are you being kind of petulant? Why are you acting like you need your way right now? And it's just because honestly, there are parts of ourselves that have been long dormant that these alignments are waking up. And whether you realize it or not, your soul has had an experience here. And a lot of people, or even me, you know, I'm a spiritual master and I spent all day, every day for the last very many years, a long time (laughs) doing this. And I'm still exploring and experiencing and expressing myself in new depth. It never ends. And there are parts that just are so ready to come out right now. And because it's safe, they're here. And part of the conduit of making this a positive thing and not a really negative thing is finding proactive ways to give yourself the space to do that because doing is healing and feeling is healing. And so is experiencing one of the harder harmonic things that can come about as these planets happen is selfishness and greed and jealousy. You know, one of the things that happens for people as they start making positive change is that, you know, people around them don't like it. People around them try to stop them or people around them will exhibit uh, energy stealing tendencies like throwing a temper tantrum or all of a sudden having a problem every time you're about to go do something good. And one of the things that I encourage you to recognize in particular is Neptune goes through. If you're one of the people that does this, you can stop doing it, please. Um, But also, you know, and and really ask yourself, like, go into that space of love. Why do I do this? What is the source inside of me that needs that? It might be that child. What does that child really need? Well, guess what? You can provide it. And the more that you provide what you need, the more other people around you are going to just naturally respond to you the way that your soul is calling for, but in a way that is healthy for them and for you. Uh, Another thing that happens, right, is that you may recognize that you are embedded in friendships or relationships or you have family members that are just not good. And it's okay to step away from them if you need to. A lot of us do do that. And sometimes when you step away with respect, it gives you the space to step back when people are a little more healed. Sometimes what we need is just a little space to breathe. And, you know, you wind up having relationships with people in ways that you never expected. I know I've had that really positive experience in my own life. And so sometimes taking a boundary just means that, you know, 
other people are going through stuff that's rough. And if they're not going to do it in a way that is also respectful of who you are and what your goals are and, and your objectives, you know, maybe it's time for them to walk their journey a little less with you so they can see how heavy their expectations are. And one of the key things of a Venus moving into Mars is realizing where that boundary lies. So a lot of people are going to be expressing and experiencing that. And again, it's how you relate to it. In terms of looking at the harder and higher harmonic, just the final thing I want to say about it is we can only really control our, well, control, adjust, adapt, flow, our own bodies, our own environments, our own soul, our own self. When we, our parents, obviously, or caretakers or coaches or teachers or nurses, obviously, doctors, we're responsible for caretaking for other people. But ultimately, each and every single soul's journey is there up to them. And every single person is at a different place in it. And there are times right now where things are dangerous and weird. And there's a lot of stuff in particular here in America that is going on. And this is not a message of fear. This is a message to say, you know, if your soul tells you that it's better not to go somewhere or to do this thing instead of that thing, or, hey, then maybe you want to stay home today or that that person is a little bit dangerous, you know, just listen. Part of what comes online with the Mars Aries thing also is your soul's natural defense system to tell you what is a good idea and what is not a good idea. And this is one of those higher and harder harmonic things. It's up to you to listen (laughs) to yourself and to figure out, is it the voice of paranoia or is it the voice of love telling me I'm probably going to have a better time at the river than at the crowded city festival today? You never know. But it's also to say, you know, There are lots of people who are out in this world having a beautiful experience, and I'm one of them. And we are ready to work with and align with and find one another and form friendship and have joy and, you know, be excited about the human experience. The key thing that I wanted to say as I begin now to wrap up this podcast is that the remainder of the materials for this season and Chrome Medicine. So this is going to go now until just before Equinox is that this is all about grounding the metaphysical and the material. This is all about being happy and excited to be here on planet Earth. This is about looking at the parts of our lives that are not nice and knowing that they are actionable and that there are very few things that we are unable to create change within ourselves and the world around us that we would like, you know, to do and see and feel. I know that limitations can feel especially poignant right now at the first of the month. If you're listening at the first of the month, just know that within the next couple of weeks, and in particular, by the time Venus and Uranus have their conjunction, things are going to change. Take the lessons as they are. So there will be more from me soon, friends. And if you are interested, you know, like I said, I am leading a beautiful guided learning journey that you don't actually have to show up to a class or anything for. It's just materials, videos, self-discovery questions, and things that are really useful for self-development and success strategy planning um with astrology (laughs) in your real life i know there's people out there who want to do some fun so if you're one of them come on i started in the flow this materials are up now let's have a powerful journey together everyone else we're going to be rocking it out chrome medicine style all season long and now that my energy is here (laughs) much more specifically focused on planet earth i'm ready to play with you a little bit more and uh, do some of the more fun things i had been mentioning in other seasons if you have not checked them out already i do recommend you check out the crow medicine music meditations there are two new ones it's a new format we're doing them short style because i know that sometimes the long ones are a lot to get engaged in so hey let's make it digestible This is spirituality for the 21st century. This is fun.
see you next podcast, friends. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you.